Welcome back, Kingdom. Welcome back to Kingdom Sisters Radio. We're back with another podcast. Look at us being consistent, y'all. We're so grateful uh, to be with you on today. This is your girl, Myra. I'm Skaya. And I'm Casey. And today we're gonna uh, be discussing a topic that is is very is going to be very beneficial for the kingdom, and uh, we pray that it will reach you and connect with you in such a way and be transformative for you as well. But today we're going to be discussing the secret place. Before we talk about the secret place, you know, I was gonna have like this huge long introduction concerning the secret place, but really, um, y'all, it's. It, we're gonna unpack some things together, um, some revelations that maybe God has revealed to us or will reveal to us, okay? Because that's the type of God that we serve, right? Um, we can get rev- fresh revelation while in the midst of doing this podcast. So, um, but before we get started, I wanna make sure to let you guys know that you can connect with us. Connect at kingdomsisters-radio.com. And then also we have a Instagram and a Facebook. So we are preparing some things uh, that we want to post on there. And so we'll let you guys know uh, when we do post. Well, to just give you some guys some background, I'm sure you've heard the secret place often online and in the Bible, the secret place was mentioned several times. It has been mentioned several times. It is a term used to describe the intimate relationship that we can have with God. It is a place of refuge, peace, safety, and rest. It is a place where we can commune with God, hear his voice, and be refreshed and recharged. So that is, when we say the secret place, we're referring to this place, this place of just uh, worship, communication with God, building a strong a strong relationship with the Father. And this can be built through our our time with Him. This is not a time that we, you know, record ourselves in our secret place. We don't record ourselves in our secret place. It's meant to be secret. It's sacred. Um, it's This is between you and the Father. Um, it's very, very much intimate. And so we're going to be unpacking that. And also, um, the before the, the secret place can be accessed, uh, our heart must be in the right place with God. And so I wanted us to call this podcast the the heart place. <laughs> um, you know, but it really it is. It's about the heart and it's the first place of contact with with our Father, with God. Um, the heart is a place of will and emotions. The heart is a place where we express our emotions. And so in the secret place, that's what we do. And I know you were going to share something. So go ahead, Casey. You were going to share, share something before? Well, I want to share a scripture, Psalms 91. Um, it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Mm. Um, this verse basically is letting us know that when we abide in this um, secret place of God, we will be protected in the shelter um, in the shelter by His presence. Yeah. So I know a lot of people might be asking, like, where is the secret place? Myra did speak about the heart. Um, when the only way I could describe the secret place is the secret place is within us. So when we enter the secret place, we enter. 
figuratively a room that we are surrounded by the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like the only way that we can access the secret place is if we are worshiping in spirit and in truth. So it's a spiritual place within us where we partner with the Holy Spirit. It's a partnership. It's a collaboration. Definitely. But um, yeah, so anyways, and then on how we enter the secret place, our minds have to be aligned with what the Spirit is at, basically. So a lot of times we have disruptions where we have other thoughts that might be blocking our worship or we just think about our day-to-day lives and we feel like we cannot get into our secret place. Um, When I was in college, I used to be in um, a Christian ministry on campus. You know, this is something I volunteered for. Nobody told me to get into it. It's something I did because I grew up in the church. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I was doing something good because I was being active and contributing myself to <laughs> to the church, you know? And when I would worship, I never realized that when I worship, I was basically giving lip service. Mm. And it wasn't until I became like a big age <laughs> where I realized that like I wasn't really worshiping. Like I was giving God lip service and I had not even reached a secret place. I had not even hit that plateau of worship because I didn't even realize that I could go deeper into worship. Wow. Yeah. So that was just interesting for me. (laughs) That's so, that's real true for me as well. Like I knew what you were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Like I'm supposed to stand. I'm supposed to lift my hands. I'm supposed to close my eyes. Like I I knew that that's what I was like supposed to do. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what I thought in my mind. Um, when you are really worshiping, you'll notice that you'll do things you never thought you'd do, <laughs> um, too. But I think there's levels, there's levels uh, to it of, of you desiring to wanting to go deeper. But I was just like you too. Now that I think about it, I was, you know, just giving lip service when I really think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I would go to church or when I would go to, you know, um, you know, revivals at the college campus. Um, I would watch it and I'll just be so like amazed, but I wasn't really there, you know, um, in spirit and in truth, if you will. I was just there um, because I knew there was going to be peach cobbler after, you know, that I was doing it for the wrong reasons. You know, um, I was there for the wrong reasons. But what I encountered sometimes, I remember that there being a situation in which I was watching this this man he was praise dancing, um, but he was miming. And when I was watching him mime, it was just beautiful to me. I, I was just, I, I felt all this emotion and I couldn't pinpoint it. I was like, what is this? Because I normally, sometimes I would get like emotional, but this was a different kind of emotion. This was a kind of like reverence towards God. Like I was amazed by what the what the lyrics of the song was saying and how he was dancing, moving his body to those lyrics, it touched me. Um, and so, yeah. And when that happened, I was like, "Well, let me. I need to figure out how I can get to that place again mm-hmm. because I I felt the Holy Spirit and I didn't know what it was at the time, but I felt 
something. And it was my first time really feeling something. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so I remember <laughs> later on, years, maybe months passed by, and I was in my dorm room, and I remember watching, like, this sermon, and then, like, the caption was, like, Holy Spirit takes over service. And I was just like, let me watch this video. But I watched it, and y'all, I was literally overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed. I was looking for it. I was like, I want to experience this, that feeling again. And I was watching it, and I was so, I felt it again. And it shook me to the very core. And I, my sister, Skaya, she was my roommate at the time. And I had this whole session, and I remember her coming into the dorm room like, it feels different in here. And I was like, <laughs> you know, it's just like, it feels different in here. I was like, yeah, in my mind, you know, but I don't want to, you know, but yeah. So I understand what you're saying, Casey, completely. Okay. About that. I remember when it changed for me, my worship changed is when I began to focus on the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. And when I actually focused on the goodness of the Lord, that's how I entered into the, the secret place for the first time. And then even while I was worshiping, like God would bring like remembrances back to my mind, like things that he's done for me, like oh, things that he yeah. saved me from. And not yes. even like sometimes we go through our life. We don't realize what God is doing for yes, us. My goodness. Yeah. He began to show me like situations where he was covering me or, you know, and it just helped me go deeper into the secret place. And it was just like, what actually gave me access, I believe, is the goodness of the Lord. Like, me appreciating the Lord, love of God, mm. and knowing that he is just good <laughs> and perfect. I love, like, how, like, all of our stories are different. Even though, like, we grew up in the same household, it's like our stories are different and how we encountered the secret place so I was wondering like what am I going to talk about with this topic because I just wasn't sure how to really explain this to someone and I wasn't sure how to really you know help them access it because I have tried to help others access it and I'm I don't know if it, it produced anything but hopefully it did mm -hmm. um but I actually for me it was around when I was five or six years old. And I was really, really close to my granny. Extremely close to my granny. And when she passed away, I I was like brokenhearted. I was so, so hurt. And I cried every single day. I didn't think I was going to stop crying. I really didn't think I was. And I remember my mom telling me, she was just telling me, give it to God. And I already had an understanding of God because I would spend a lot of time with my granny. We would read the word together. We would pray together. She would teach me how to pray. She would teach me how to speak healing over my body and my papa as well. And um, so I already had an understanding of God. And um, But I hadn't entered the secret place until that time when she passed. And my mom told me to really just go to God with everything. And I poured my heart out to God. And instantly I felt peace. I felt peace and I stopped crying. And I, like I said, I never thought I would stop crying, but I felt the peace of God. I wasn't upset with God, but I felt his love so strongly. I felt peace. I even began to smile and I knew that it was God. And then I decided to get baptized shortly after. And I remember the pastor, he looked at me, he gave me this interesting look. 
And he told me to go to the back to get prayed on by another um, sister who was in the house who I know to be a prayer warrior. Um, and so she prayed over me and I was filled with the Holy Spirit. I just began to cry uncontrollably. I felt the presence of God so, so strongly. And so since I encountered God around that age, it wasn't hard for me to enter the secret place. Mm. Even when, and, and even around seventh to eighth grade, when I became really bitter, it was like eighth grade, I became really bitter for some reason. And, um, you know, I just, I didn't want to be around people. Mm. And I would just hear God just speaking to me. And like Casey uh, was talking about, God would show me things. I remember one time I was, you know, there was like a convenience store behind our house and I was going to walk to the convenience store and I was not like paying attention. And I almost stepped into the street where this car was speeding, but God, like someone pushed me. I felt like a pushback. So I wouldn't walk into the street. And uh, I knew God reminded me that was him, mm. that he saved me that day. And he started reminding me all the times that he came and comforted me, mm. um, all of those times. And so it wasn't hard. Once you enter the secret place, it's not hard for you to get back in. It gets easier and easier for you to be in the secret place and to to access it. Sometimes it is very overwhelming to the point where you just, you like, whoa. Like, I remember one time that I just let off the scream. I don't know where it came from because I'm <laughs> not, I'm not that loud. So <laughs> this scream came from, like, out of nowhere. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. But, you know. Holy Spirit, child. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Spirit. But um, I also want. So we have. I have this other question. What is worship for? What is the secret place for? And there's a lot into this. There's because there's like two aspects. There's aspect. A lot of people say prayers for you. Worship is for God, which is true. But there's also another aspect to worship that is for you as well. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Thinking about worship and God is basically like when we are letting God know that we love him, that we trust him, and just seeking that we want to be close to him. We, we just want to be near him, that that desire to be close to him Yes. in that secret place. It's just something that we want. We're like, Lord, we appreciate you. We love you. And we just want to give you all the glory. Whether or not we are in a good place where we feel like, everything is going our way or maybe everything seems like it's not going our way but worship is for all spaces basically you worship regardless that's what you do Mm. and um you guys don't have anything to say yeah i would just say that um don't limit your worship to just the church because what you guys what you would notice You know, even for me, it's very easy for me to get in God's presence in the secret place because I have that, you know, relationship established. I know how to get there Mm -hmm. easily. But when you're in church, it's something about being in church. Everyone, you know, everyone is going through their own things. And sometimes you can find yourself fighting and interceding in your worship for other people, you know, because the Holy Spirit is just like, they need this, they, you know, you, you find yourself, uh, you know, praying and interceding for other people, you know, for those who are, who know about this, who know about worship and, 
what it can do. You find yourself doing that. But then there are others who go to church to get that. And they get that every Sunday, but they don't take it home with them. And they feel like, I feel something only in church. And, you know, and they limit to just that moment in church. And they don't go home to go deeper with it. And so I was looking at Matthew. And Matthew, it is uh, Matthew 6, verses 5 through 14. And it says, when you and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like the pagans which are in the Bible, uh, pagans were used to refer to villagers, you know, who continue to worship the old gods like Baal and Asherah and and all those other ones. Uh, For they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. And then um, this is Jesus speaking, and he then says, this is how you should pray. And he tells his disciples, his disciples how they should pray and I think that this is important because it basically gave instructions I was trying to figure out how to go deeper in my worship with God trying to get to the same place deeper like I knew about it but I was I was trying to go deeper and I saw that scripture and I was like, okay I gotta go in my room I gotta shut the door and this is like the literal like you literally I literally did all the instructions but you know what I found I wanted it, and God came. God showed up for me mm-hmm. because I had a desire to meet with him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are you, do you have a desire to meet with God in your private time? Like, I don't even have, like, a time frame. I used to just be like, I want to get to the presence of God, and I would just go. I would just go, you know. Um, and I'm like, you know, so I believe that it's imperative that we, as, as children of God, as believers, as uh, those who are in the kingdom, that we seek God in all things, that we go to that secret place with him so that we can develop that relationship and open up that communication and open up that your heart, you know, because it's a beautiful thing when you just pour out to God, like, I love you. There, There's not a how-to. It's just you just talk to him and, you know, the Holy Spirit will take it from there. But your heart has to be in the right place. So don't limit God to just one day, one moment, one time frame, one, all of that. You got to make it. You got to make it. uh, You got to make it not a routine, but make it. What's a word for it that is not something that is just like, oh, like a time slot. What's a word for that? I'm trying to think. You have to invest. Invest. Yes. Invest in it. People um, often invest in their relationships with others, mm. and they make sure that they set aside time to spend time with certain people um, in their lives, and that's what we need to do with God. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that we um, put him before everyone. Yep. He is first. And so you should have a desire to spend time with him, and you should make sure that you you dedicate time to spend time with God. And if you can't figure out a time, then you just say, Lord, whenever. You can wake me up in the middle of the night. If you really 
want to spend time with God, if you're really hungering and thirsting um, for God, then then you would say, Lord, anytime, any time of the day, you can wake me up early. You can um, keep me up late. You can wake me up in the middle of the night. And I know that this is time that I'm spending with you. This is time that I'm dedicating to you. Mm-hmm. So I desire you that much. I don't care when, when it happens. I just, I just need it to happen every day. I just need it to happen. Definitely, definitely agree with that. Um, the other aspect of the of worship is the abundance. I would say the abundance that it holds for us. Like if you lack something, the secret place will supply it. Like if you're feeling fearful or any 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 emotion or you're just looking at your circumstance like it is overwhelming and you can't get clarity on it, the secret place is actually a place you can go. And God will restore your mind. He will renew your mind. And some a lot of times when you come out of worship, you feel different. And yes. before you went in, you felt like, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. And then when you come out of worship, you're like, what the heck? Why was I, why was I even making this a big deal? Like, I'm good. God got me, you know. I left. I I went in there thinking like I just don't know what the heck is going on, but I didn't realize like God has, you know, my life in control. Like He is he in control of my life, you. and I'm okay. So when I come out of it, it's just a peace. There's peace there. There's healing in the secret place. There's there's abundance of a lot of things in the secret place. But you said something, Sky, about um. Like making God like in a priority and stuff like that. Investment. Yeah. And I think a lot, we need to stop looking at God as an option and more like a necessity because we actually do need God. It's not optional. If you make it an option, all hell will break loose. (laughs) That is real. But if you make it a need, you you will see it through. It could be two different people in the same situation. One is a believer and they go to God for everything. The other person is not. The same situation could break one person, but that can build the next person up. And they could leave that situation learning and growing from it and becoming a stronger person for being in that situation, which the other person could have been broken down and lost their mind. But God has a way of allowing us to go through things that will build us up and encourages us and strengthen us. Yes, and when we come out, we're like pure gold because we went through the fire with God. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. That's good. Um, it's so interesting. Jesus said something when he was at the um, Jewish Feast of Tabernacles. Um, and he knew that he was going to depart from this world, you know. And um, he goes on to say, it was on the last um, last day, he stood with the, um, his loud voice and he said, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from, flow from within them. So basically, he's just saying, he was letting people know that Yes, he will be leaving this place, but he will be with you. And that is 
the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is in the secret place. That's where you meet, in the secret place. You get access in the secret place. I think about Moses, you know, because when I when I think about Moses in the Old Testament, I think it's important to note that going to the secret place in the Bible can be found in the Old Testament and the New, of course. But in the Old Testament, Exodus 26, Moses received instructions for the tabernacle, um, a tent structure that would be the dwelling place of God and would move locations multiple times with God's people. The tent was a center of worship and was a place where Moses would meet God face to face. So God, uh, Moses met with God face to face. And that is really profound to me because he had a kingdom agenda. He had a mission for those people. And he would he was gaining instructions from the Father. And he was listening and he was he was trying to be mindful of what God was saying because he knew it was so heavy and so important and he was just trying to hear God clearly so that he can get to the next place. Right. He was listening for a sound from God. And the only way he could get that was in the secret place. So he would go to the secret place. And he was not focused on self. He was focused on what God desired. Mm -hmm. God's heart. What did, what do you want, God? Because I want to do what you want me to do. Right. I want to move the way you want me to move, you know? And so I find that so beautiful. But in Exodus 33, 10, it says, Whenever the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of their tent, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Then Moses would return to the camp, but his young aide, Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. He didn't leave the tent because the presence of God was so sacred to him. Mm -hmm. He wanted to stay there. And I find that so beautiful because he gained instruction when Moses went to be with God. He gained instruction from God. And Joshua took up the mantle. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that he gained access to God in that secret place. He gained access. God saw him. He saw his heart. He saw his desire. Mm -hmm. he, was, he was there to support, but God saw him in that secret place. And he highlighted him and he brought him out. And he said, this is what I want you to do. And people had to follow his leadership. Because they knew, they're like, okay, yes, because you you were getting instruction from the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, they could see it, you know. And that's what we can access, y'all. When we focused, when we try to make sure that we go into the place, the secret place with God, God can give us instruction. You don't know what you're holding in you, what God wants to deliver to you. And sometimes we got to get that download. The only place you can get that download is in the secret place. Mm -hmm. You, it's, it, Outside is too loud. It's like, it's too much noise. Church is loud. It's hard to, to get through. Like, you're a worshiper. You in church struggling, sweating, fighting, uh, interceding for everybody. Listen, y'all, listen. It's like that. And you're like, it is not this hard for me to get into the secret place at my house, you know. But when you're in public, when you're brought out, <laughs> when you're brought out into a public place, <laughs> it's that much harder and I feel like that's not, it's set up, we, we have to just be mindful of that because you want to make sure that you're listening to God. And when you set aside time to, you know, be with God, um, you can gain that instruction. So I feel that we have to make sure that we are 
building that secret place with God. And if you're not, y'all, this is the time in which we need it more than ever before. Mm -hmm. This world is just changing quickly. Systems are going down. People are losing their minds. <laughs> you know, we had a blackout and everybody was like, oh my gosh, you know, they thought it was the end of the world because there was no internet or there was no connection on their phone. You know, and they were losing their minds. And they're like, I have to connect. You have a connection with God oh. if you seek it. But you're trying to connect with the world. Oh, say that again. <laughs> you have a connection with the Father. Are you, are you that, you know... Do you want to get to that place with God? Mm -hmm. You were so anxious to get the, the, everything to get online again. Are you that desperate to see God? You know, I don't, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, people How are hungry. Are you? Are you? How hungry How are you? How thirsty are you? How thirsty? How thirsty? Because you know, if you thirsty, thirsty, desert thirsty, you get that right. Listen, <laughs> the lady, she, she wanted, she wanted the crumbs from There's Jesus. <laughs> I feel like yes, it's a necessity and a luxury. I don't, I don't, I believe it's a luxury. To you know, it's a blessing. Oh my gosh, it's such a blessing to go in that place with God and and just to know that He hears my prayer. He He hears my worship. I always say, I just want to make you. I want to make sure that you feel my worship. I want to make sure that you feel my heart. I want to make sure that you feel it. Feel that I love you and I adore you and I'll do anything for you. I'm focused on you. You know, I sometimes you guys you have to make it personal. You have to make it personal. And as you were just talking, I began to think about something. And um, when you were talking about in the secret place, this is where you get that download. Mm -hmm. And so in the secret place, this is where you you get you can get strategy, you get instruction, you get um, visions. You get um, you get so much wisdom, so much insight. God begins to reveal mysteries to you in the secret place. Mm -hmm. You get revelations in the secret place. Mm -hmm. And I just begin to think about, I know that there's some people um, who are against God's kingdom who do astral projection. Mm -hmm. And I know I have experienced the holy as <laughs> aspect of that. I've experienced that through the Holy Spirit but it was not, um, it wasn't astral projection, but I, it was an outer body experience. And this is something that I experienced with God because I was in the secret place. Mm -hmm. And I even got confirmation because it was unlike anything I had ever experienced from God. But I literally had like an outer body experience. I literally saw the hand of God reaching for me. I literally saw God show me the solar system. I felt like I was in outer space. And God spoke something to me. And I was like, did I really experience this? Did I really? But God confirmed his word. I was prophesied over and they said the same thing mm. that God had spoken to me. And what God has shown me, they had said it. And I know this person is filled with the Holy Spirit. So it was just, it was confirmation that what I experienced, it was not myself. It was not something I made up. 
This was God showing me what he, the mysteries that he's revealing to me, the revelation that he's given to me as I was in the secret place. And you know what? I got in the secret place because I was not desiring anything from God, but just him. Mm. I just wanted God. And as I began to just pour my love out on God, I felt like God asked me, what do you want? Wow. Because God will give you the desires of your heart as you delight in him. What do you want? And I began to ask God of things. And, you know, I'm living in some of those things that I've asked him right now. Hallelujah. But I didn't go because I wanted things from God. I just desired his presence. And he gave me so much more than I had had ever expected. I, I just... I just wanted him. I wasn't expecting gifts. I wasn't expecting all of these things. I wasn't expecting him to say, you know, here's a blank check. Whatever you want, you can have it. I wasn't expecting that. I was just expecting his presence. And he gave me the desires of my heart because he is my delight. I wanted to um, speak about something that you said regarding... The prophet basically confirmed uh, what what God already showed you, basically. And I want to tell people to be very careful... Um, and just going to church and listening to leaders. Yes, they are your leaders, but part of being in the secret place is having access to the Father. And when you are in the secret place, you begin to flow into the vein. Yes. So whatever God is uh, putting out, you should recognize it. Hey, this is this is coming from my Father yeah. because you are attached to the uh, to the body. You know, to his to him. So when you get a prophecy or something and it this is outlandish like you god has never told you anything like this before or this is just foreign to you question it yes. because god will not never reveal something new to you through someone else it will be a confirmed thing so it should just be a confirmation and then also when you go to church or whatever and the leaders are preaching and things like that when you are in a secret place and you're in the vein, you're, it's like your spirit recognizes this and you'll know automatically. And when they say something that is not right, this ain't, this is not God, your spirit will let you know, hey, yes. nah. <laughs> so that's why another reason why it's good to be in the secret place because yes. it's, the Holy Spirit will help you in a lot of situations. Being in the wrong place, the wrong church, being under the wrong leadership as well. The Lord will guide you where you need to go. Can't just trust everyone because they say that they are a shepherd, a man of God. You know, they are. There's a lot of sheep and wolves. Come on. So just be very mindful and don't take everything for what people say. And a lot of times people will say a right thing and then put the wrong thing in it. But you're so caught up on the right thing. You're like, well, maybe. No. Come on. Check everything. Ooh, Check it. On. There's nothing wrong with checking it. Ain't not God. Exactly. <laughs> Don't feel bad. <laughs> Check it. And I look. God knows you have questions. It's better for you to go to God and ask the questions than for you to make an assumption because it's foolish to make an assumption wow. to assume that they are speaking everything correctly. Right. If you have a question, ask the question. You have a question for a reason. I'm so glad you brought that up, Casey. I, 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 I when you were so, talking about making sure, leaders. like, it's not going to be negative information. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I actually, I had to. I made a <laughs> a post to somebody because they they shared this video and it was someone and they were like 
they were trying to portray like a prophet. And it was like that friend that always got a word for somebody. Mm-hmm. And in the video, like the friend was at a restaurant and the waiter looking at him. He was looking at the waiter and it was like he was trying to get information from God. And then he was like, okay, I got it. And then he began to speak. And the first thing that he said was talking about somebody, a loved one in their life that had passed. And I was just like, I was like, uh, more content. Because <laughs> this is not prophecy. I was like, this is not prophecy. And I was looking at the comments because I always try to check the comments to see what if people are giving the right information or if everybody, if, if the people are in the dark mm-hmm. about some. And it looked like a lot of people was in the dark. I saw one person talking about God is going to talk tell you things that speak to your future. Okay. And um, and I was just bringing it out. I was like, God is not going to bring up uh, the past unless it's affecting your future. Right. He's concerned about your future. Yeah, not your past. Okay. Not your past. And I was like, bringing up the death of a loved one is a common tactic of the enemy. Enemy, yeah. And I was talking about how they're um, monitoring spirits and they're yes, familiar, familiar spirits and people speak to them. And oftentimes they will use the death of a loved one to try to get to someone because that's where they're the most vulnerable. Wow. And I'm like, people need to understand that. you you got to guard your heart and your mind. you got to understand the word of God. You have to know God for yourself. And, and like Casey was saying, if you... If you never received that word, you didn't get wind of that from God, uh, that was not on your heart at all, that was, I mean, it's just something that's out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Your baby didn't leave. Okay? <laughs> your baby didn't leave. I mean, come on. You, you Pay attention. Pay attention. Is the Holy Spirit agreeing with it? Because you're going to feel it in your spirit if the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is agreeing with the word that was spoken. But I know for me, every prophecy that I've gotten, God has already told me. Mm-hmm. It was nothing new to me. If it was something new, I'm like, um, oh no, no. I gotta uh, pray about this. Yeah, I gotta pray about this because, and every single time, I've, there's only been once that someone tried to prophesy over me and I did not speak that and I did not accept that word. I didn't receive it. I didn't come to agreement with that word because I'm like, no, no, no. You do not know me. <laughs> you do not. They were trying to talk about something that happened. I'm like, no, that didn't happen to me in the past. I don't know where you're getting that information from, but it ain't from God. Mm-hmm. Okay? Wow. And um, every other prophecy I got, God has already spoken to me. So have that secret place with God so you know his voice, so you know when he's speaking to you, so you understand what he's already said concerning you, mm-hmm. okay? God is not a God of confusion. Mm-hmm. That's right. And also, speaking like of prophecies, um, I have gotten a prophecy that... Oh, I've gotten a prophecy that um, during my secret place in my worship... And then going into in a basically allowing the Holy Spirit to begin to pray for me, um, coming in agreement with the Holy Spirit and allowing the Holy Spirit to guide me through my prayer, mm-hmm. praying for something that was not even on my mind. So I know it was the Lord praying for something that I felt like was like, whoa, <laughs> OK, I'm going to pray for it, though. And then um, receiving prophecy, my spirit acknowledging like, I believe this is possible because the Lord is having me pray for this. And receiving prophecy confirming that is that's what God is going to do. So sometimes that happens as well, where your the Holy Spirit will um, guide you into a prayer yeah. that you know didn't come from you. You know when the Holy Spirit is guiding you in prayer, and then getting confirmation that the thing that you pray for is what God is actually going to do for you. That's right. That's yeah. absolutely right. And I think about David too, because David was a man after. God's own heart. And David had a secret place. 
Um, you read all the Psalms. We we read those Psalms. And <laughs> David had a secret place, okay? But um, I do want to just read Psalms one thirty nine uh, verses one through uh, sixteen real quick for you guys. Um, it says, "You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar." You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God? How vast is the sum of them? And that's just a bit, because David David goes off, okay? David always, <laughs> I, but I was reading that, and I was just like, he was saying that, that God has formed him in the secret place. God knows our thoughts. He knows what we're going through. So when you do enter the secret place, just make sure you just, make sure that you acknowledge your desire to connect with God, because he knows what you need. And sometimes after you get through just worshiping him, glorifying him, you know, um, all of that, sometimes you are led to, to pray for other things, but God already knows what you're going through. So you don't have to say, God, I'm going through this. I'm going through this. I'm going through this. You can say that, but at the end of the day, God already knows that. So when, for me personally, I used to just tell God all the stuff that's going wrong in my life. I'll just be like, Lord, this is going wrong. This is going wrong. When, you know, I'll just I'll just start doing that. But then I, I realized that I was not giving God access to anything. I was just telling him what I was going through. I was not giving God access. I was just like, Lord, yeah, that's, that's what's happening. And I'm sure he was probably like, I already know. <laughs> but, um, you know, but when I said, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I need you. I need you. I don't know how I'm gonna make it. I need you. I'm, I'm, I wanna hear from you. I want you to speak with me. I want you to tell me what I should do. You know, your language changes as you develop that rapport with God in this secret place. So I want to just implore you, if you have yet to find that place, or if you're struggling to get to that place, that you just stay there a bit longer. If you're having trouble, just just stay there a bit longer. We had a question, Casey, because we were talking before the podcast even began. 
And um, the question was, why is it at times I can't get into my secret place while other times I can? Do you have the answer for that, Sky? Um, so what I have found is that um, those times where it seems more challenging to get in the secret place, um, oftentimes it's because a lot of people are kind of in a hysterical state. Mm -hmm. They really haven't laid everything at their feet. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you were talking about like you were presenting everything like this is what's going on. Well, sometimes we need that. That's for us. Because mm -hmm. he's our wonderful counselor. And so when you go to a counselor, you just, you talk about everything. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm saying when we are releasing everything to God, we are, we are calming ourselves to a point where we're not in a hysterical state. Because if you're like that, you can't hear clearly anyways. You're in a flight or you're in a, a fight or flight mode when you're thinking like that. So you're not going to hear from God clearly. God wants you to be calm. God wants you to be in that state where you are, you are calm, you're at peace. And so release it all on him. You're going to feel the peace of God as you're releasing it because his, uh, his burden is uh, light and the yoke is easy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he's gonna re you're going to release all of that onto God and you're going to feel the peace. And then as soon as you feel the peace of God, then you're going to, then you can begin to ask God for things. And then so now you can hear him clearly when he's speaking to you. Um, and so I think that those are the times where it's more uh, difficult and external stimuli. That's also another thing as well. So mm -hmm. if, if even if you have tried, you're trying to calm yourself internally, but subconsciously you might be thinking about that, that, that TV that's on in the background, the kids that's yelling back, um, <laughs> what, you know, if, if your, your husband or your, you know, your spouse going to message you talking about they need something or something. Okay. So, right. So the external stimuli. So you have to get to a point where like, um, the external stimuli is quieted down too. Mm. So, and hopefully if you're married, you know, um, your spouse can help you with that. It's like, Hey, I need this time. I need this time to uh, be with God and maybe they can take the kids and, and do something so you can um, have that private time with God and so you're not bothered by the external stimuli and um, that's good that, no that's yeah, good for sure and I, and I believe that to be the truth as well because I experienced that firsthand I experienced that firsthand I was uh, uh, I was just telling God all the things I was, was going through and I, as I was speaking I was just like I felt just like my heart began to just not beat as erratically. You know, I just felt like a peace just, just wash over me. And I was like, my problems didn't seem so big. And it's because I gave it to him. And it's like, oh, it was that easy? It was that easy. <laughs> you know what? So. A lot of people... When we, we say certain things, um, they hear it, but they're like, it's easier said than done. Yes. <laughs> but the truth is, it is easier said than done. Sometimes if you let your mind take you there. But like Sky was saying, Myra was saying, basically the distractions could prevent you from entering the secret place. Whether it's in your mind or it's outside, something going on. Whether it's in your life circumstances as well. Um it could be your, someone you're worried about. Mm -hmm. It could be something you're in your finances. You're trying to figure out, and you feel like you know you need to figure it out. You stressed about that. 
Um, a lot of times it could be life circumstances as well that actually stop us from getting into the secret place. Um, but I would say like on, I don't know if it was last week, I was having trouble um, getting into my secret place. And I'm like, I don't understand this. Like, what the heck? But I'm like, I did have a lot on my mind, but I kept trying to like zero in and like, Lord, I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about you, Lord. I'm thinking about you. And um, I was just struggling. Like, I was not, my worship was not the same. Mm. Like, I did not, and I knew my worship wasn't the same. And I was just like, I don't understand this, Lord. What's going on? Like, what do I need to do? What do I need to pray against? Because uh, I don't like this. You know, I need to be, I know when I go into my worship how it is. So I'm like, you know, I don't like this. And it was just one day when I was just talking to the Lord, just randomly. I'm just walking around talking to the Lord because you, know, you could do that. And um, the Lord just fell upon me. And it was like something broke. In, this, in my spirit, like, something just broke, and I began to worship, and it was like, I got my worship back, but it was so interesting, because I think I was listening to a song, this is a song that I've like, heard plenty of times, and I don't remember exactly what song it was, but this song had came on, too, and all of a sudden, something had broke, I think it was called, um, not Changeover. Anyways, it was, a, I don't remember the name of the song, but I mean, I've heard the song plenty of times. And mm-hmm. I've heard this song while I was going through this, too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you play your, your Pandora, you know, yeah. I listen to gospel music when I'm doing my hair or whatever. Yeah. So I've heard this song and it wasn't, it wasn't the song. It was just at that point, like, God was like, let me help you out or something. <laughs> because I immediately felt it when it broke and I just began to worship and it was just like, it fell on me like nobody's business and I was just like but then after I got out of the secret place I had so much peace and like all the little things I was just fighting not to think about I wasn't even thinking about anymore and I felt like I had victory over it just push through and your victory is right there and I was just like I felt so victorious I'm like it hadn't happened yet but I feel victory you know and I felt so good that's why it's so important to worship too because a lot of stuff we go through it's in our mind <laughs> child but um also when we go to church sometimes I use the church as a drug like a lot of people go to church and like well, let me go ahead and get my worship in at church especially like when it's the beginning of the year people, you see all kinds of people at church at the beginning of the year it's like hey, I gotta start off the year right and they're going up there to get like a dopamine rush or something and it's like if you if you are abusing church, what is that? You can't abuse church like, oh, I'm just going to go to church so I can get a high and then I'm going to go back home and do whatever. I'm, I'm not going to do what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm just going to live a different life or I'm not going to pray or worship. I'm going to wait till I get to church when people can see me and I can get this dopamine high oh, again. You can't use church as a drug. And worship without prayer is less effective. I'm just going to say that straight up. If you are worshiping to your father, you are closer to God. You know, there are things that God will do for you just because you are closer to him. Sometimes he just do so just because you are close to him. Mm-hmm. And if you do not have a worship 
but you always have a prayer. Lord, this. Lord, that. Lord, this. Ooh. How you? How effective do you think that prayer is gonna be? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> if listen, for okay, for those who who um are building is are gonna start building their sacred place with the Lord after this podcast, right? Uh, for those of you who are going to be building that, know this. When you're getting to know someone, really getting to know. Think about how much time you invest in trying to get to know them. Um, and spend that time with the Lord. The Lord is not a person. It's God. It's God. It's the almighty, all-knowing, omnipresent Father who has indispensable love. A love not interchangeable. A love that is just freely given to you if you allow him to love on you the way that you need to be loved. So I want you to make sure that you spend time with him and you will notice your worship will change forever. Your prayer life will change forever once you start giving him access in the secret place. So I feel like this was a great podcast. Um, my fellow sisters, in love, in Christ, and in blood, y'all, y'all were speaking. I really appreciate everything y'all said, and I know the kingdom is gonna appreciate all the words that were spoken on this podcast. So with that being said, we uh, want to provide a blessing to you guys, and then we're gonna close out this podcast. But if there's anything that you guys want from us, um, any requests you want to make known, you can email us, you can, you know, um, post on our Facebook. Um, you can just let us know. We're here and we want to hear from you. So, uh, but we love you guys. And just know, guys, it's better to worship before you pray. That's true. That is right. All right, y'all. So, um, speak a blessing over the people. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. 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 And kingdom, don't forget that we are the salt of the earth. So stay, stay salty. salty.